0: October 9th through 16th, 2022, the seventh annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you, San Francisco and beyond. So many venues this year, Atlas Cafe, Madam Race Car, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG. And the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Booze Land and Mutiny Radio, 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th. It's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day Block Party City, or Livable City, who brought you Sunday Streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have the bacon, bacon food truck. Art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States outside, ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues, October 9th through 16th, 2022. See you there.
1: The National Lawyers Guild is dedicated to the need for basic change in the structure of our political and economic systems. They seek to unite lawyers, law students, legal workers, and jailhouse lawyers of America to function as an effective political and social force in the service of the people to the end that human rights shall be regarded as more sacred than mere property interests. For more information about your legal rights, how to obtain legal assistance, or to donate, please contact the National Lawyers Guild at nlgsg.org. That's nlgsg.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
2: L-S-D-Fap. Acid and fapping. Fapping and acid. Acid fapping. Fapping and acid. Fap, 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 fap. Acid! Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long... It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor.
0: All right. Oh, and I'll turn up the volume out there so we can hear you better. Here we are, it's two o'clock. It's day four of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival here in San Francisco, and I'm excited. This is our third master class, and I can't wait to see what our amazing comedian teacher is going to bring to us today. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Yay!
3: Thank you, thank you. Welcome, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Pam, for having me do this. I really appreciate it. It feels weird to be talking Like, standing still, and, like, I'm not doing a set, but here I am. But I did prepare, because this is all about preparing and how to get yourself up on stage, how to bring the best you for the performance, specifically for stand-up. I'm not doing Toastmasters or um, what do you call those things? Presentation, PowerPoint presentation, that shit. I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. This is stand-up, and we're all comedians, right? So um, let's talk about that. What do you guys do, and come up to the mic, I guess, Pam? You should come up to the mic to talk. Um, One at a time, I guess. What do you do to prepare before you go on stage? Anything? Anybody? Angela? Uh, I'm
4: going to stand like this so I can see you guys. Uh, I always get to the venue very early. I often get there before the promoter. (laughs) Uh, that helps me be less anxious, uh, and I like to see everyone as they come in the room and sort of see the room fill up, see who comes to the show. Right, uh, yes. That, uh, how many people come to the show, which kinds of people come to the show. Um, I usually have a specific outfit that I wore for the show. Just one
3: outfit? No, yeah.
4: it's it depends on the uh, – it's often jeans and a black T-shirt, but um, – mm-hmm.
3: but a different t-shirt every time (laughs)
4: Uh, hopefully (laughs) if i did my laundry yes uh but sometimes like in the summer if it's going to be very hot and i know the venue's super hot i I, i'll just sweat through my outfit if i wear jeans so i have other things um and then i try to not eat like an hour before the show like don't eat right before i go up on stage um Uh, what else? And I usually, I'm a list person. Mm -hmm. So I make a list of what I'm going to do. I don't necessarily have to write the list out, but I'll have a list in my head. If it's a high stakes show, the list or or the stuff's new, the list might be kind of long and I have to memorize the list. Right. Um,
3: That's that's part of it too, is what, who you're performing for. If it's, if it's really high stakes, what do you do? How do you prepare for that? right. Versus something like you don't you're not as nervous yeah
4: i mm-hmm. think that's everything i can think of that i do thank you sure that's great
3: anybody else have any thoughts <laughs> anybody else Have prepared things they do one or two things it you you whatever comes to mind or things that really help you like a lucky giraffe
5: <laughs> uh hi i'm cody uh for me i have very similar in terms of like the list i just have a list of bits that i know what i'm going to d- and so i like i make sure beforehand like it's the right length so that way i'm not you know completely overshooting the light or going way less than time and having to just improvise from there just pull out bits from earlier that i haven't rehearsed as recently and then the main thing <coughs> right before i go up is i try and just like you know pump myself up and like shake myself out just to try and keep myself loose cuz i know i i tend to tense up on stage sometimes
3: as do we all. <laughs> Thank you, Cody.
6: Hi, I'm uh, I'm Joe. I think one of the one of the things I like to do sometimes, um, if it's in like a, if I'm in a new space or like a new environment, um, I might have uh, like headphones with me and somewhere before I'm going up, I try to listen to like music that typically tends to like either you know relax me or again pump me up and kind of just get me in like a and I'm ready to go mood or if i want to try or do like a bit that i haven't done in a while if i've recorded it maybe it's go back and listen to that you know what i mean so it's like i I like to have that as a variety uh or like a potential option you know Mm -hmm. what i mean if i have the time uh beforehand to try to just listen to something um and same thing very much like a list i like to know what time i'm doing before i get there so that i can already have like cool i've got 10 minutes sick like i'm gonna do this that and the other and then i just Mm -hmm. know ultimately like i've done that however many times that's 10 minutes so that it's you know, I don't have to you don't have to stress about whether you're gonna right. yeah, am I gonna fill it, am I not gonna fill it, am I gonna overshoot, undershoot? Like knowing that ahead of time is obviously a, a right. delightful thing for kind of easing your easing your worries a bit. So
3: yeah. Nice. Thank you, Joe. Um
7: for me it depends on how much prep I've put in the week prior. Um if I've had a crazy week and I haven't had much time to put into comedy, I try to take that day off of work and, like, wake up, go for a run, just run my set over and over again. Um, I don't like to be rushed the day of a show. I find, like, that just, that creates anxiety. Um, so, like, having plenty of time to get ready, doing my hair and makeup, depending what venue it is, like, I kind of have one sort of outfit for, like, higher-end things and then for, like, bar shows and different vibe. Um... But I definitely, if I don't do a mic within like the day or two prior before a show, it really like messes with me. Like I start to feel like I'm not prepared enough. So I try to make time for that to happen days for sure. Days prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've even done mics day of, but sometimes it actually kind of throws me off. A bit. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, if I haven't been on stage in at least the past few days before a show, I'm like, Fuck, i did not prepared enough.
3: And then it gets mm-hmm. me in my head. So yeah. Thank you. Anybody? Cut.
8: Thank you. Oh yeah, My name is James. Wait, is this on? <laughs> okay, but yeah, I would feel like, yeah, I want to piggyback off of that pretty much. This is my first time going on a mic this entire week. So yeah, I haven't been going to a lot of open mics recently, so I feel like going to a mic and just like shooting old shit helps out a little bit. And I guess like even going before a show, like, it's a little bit distracting maybe. It's good to like talk to comics before the show, but sometimes... You get too in depth with their own shit that you forget that you got to go on stage in like five minutes like oh fuck okay i gotta do this right now you get back into that other mindset and i guess the other thing is like not eating is a good idea never go with a full stomach a lot of breathing exercises Mm -hmm. a lot of stretching like doing this like calisthenics and shit uh what else that's probably that's probably pretty much it though like preliminary shit Mm -hmm. and reading out loud reading out loud helps me a lot just like what? read, like reading out loud. Reading any book, pretty much. Like the, the book I'm reading, I'll just like read that out loud. in My studio apartment. Before. I've heard that
3: you can, you should read rhymed poetry before. Yeah, you know. like anything that's, that's a sort a of like song
8: wise, or just something that just sort of like yeah. has a good like rhythm to it helps mm-hmm. out a lot. Just gotta work out that tongue, but yeah.
3: Thank you, James. Yeah. It is. Oops. <laughs> oh.
7: Sorry. <laughs> Hey, this is Katka. Um, so two things I really like um, getting to know people like getting in early, as you said, Angela, and just getting to know you feeling like you're, um, you know, you, you already have some like people who are going to love
3: and also like power posing, right? Like right before going to the bathroom oh, yeah. and during during your power pose, being a giant star. I own this place. I own it. And just like um, bringing the charisma ego on stage after that. Very good. Thank you. Pam, did you want to come up? Pam?
0: I agree with um, James with the don't talk. To, I really psyched my I psyched myself out when I talk to comedians because I have a lot of anxiety surrounding comedians. And um, and it takes me out of what I think I'm doing. And then I'm worried about who's in the room. And I'm all there. And I'm like, oh, my God. And this is an important show. And they're all looking at me. And I'm totally going to bomb in front of them. And then I start thinking that. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know exactly who's here. And I have to prove to them something. I've got to prove it. i got to prove it. And so I'm not thinking at all about myself or my set. I'm just thinking about all of the comedians. So that's mm-hmm. like... I'd say avoid that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, everybody. All these things are great, and they're touch on things that I was going to say, like um, going early and prepare, If especially if it's a new venue and you don't know. Um, one important thing is to know where the light's going to be so you don't run it. And know where it's coming from. Last night, it was. he said, high left. And I was like, okay, is it going to be red? Is it going to be white? What am I looking for? So you know, and you know... You're set because you're prepared and you've been, uh, you time it hopefully and you, like Joe said, you have it set and you know what 10 minutes is and if it's longer, hopefully you rehearsed and prepared at home beforehand or at other venues. Um, What else? Grounding yourself and centering yourself. I like to do this thing where I go head up, heart open, feet on the ground and it kind of gets me up and out because I my posture sucks I'm an old lady so it's but it opens me up and opens up my my throat so that I can talk and and share and also thinking of the audience as they want you to succeed they want there if you can somebody said that I think it's Shirley MacLaine does this she imagines the audience as clones of her best friends Uh and so that there's all support and love there so you you're thinking about them as real people and you come on stage and you're prepared and you're centered and you make eye contact with one or two and then hopefully if you have a stage fright it it dissipates with other the these other things that you're doing grounding yourself breathing is the most important thing if you can't remember anything take away take a deep breath and breathe and center yourself and I always like to know what's the first line that I'm saying because I get nervous, especially like right before that little walk from when they introduce you to when you come out visibly on stage. It's like, ah! <laughs> so I think in my head whatever the first line is, so it, it propels me up there. Um, exercise stretching is good. Not too much that you pull anything, but some, you, know, you want to be loose so that you can be in your in your body, but out of it, you know, kind of comfortable. Also it's if you do uh, warm up vocal exercises, sometimes that's good. Like James said, you read something out loud or you do poetry or the um, pitter patter, what are those vocal exercises are that you could do? Oh, I (laughs) I like to take, if I'm really nervous and this is stage fright 101, um, when it gets to be really high um, there's a some people have uh, alcohol some people have weed there's pros and cons to both of these um, there's also rescue remedy, which is it has a little bit of alcohol in it to preserve it but it's it's mostly um, roots and it helps calm the anxiety and the little squirt on your tongue I'm promoting a Top, uh, what do you call it—a brand thing? I hope that's okay on the radio. But um, it helps me if I'm really my legs are shaking so bad that I can't get on stage. Rescue remedy. Yes, yeah. It's roots. It's um. It's a uh, what's the word for the um something with a C? Not compassion. Um, no. It, I think it has chamomile, but it has another root in it. But it's a homeopathic. That's it. Oh. That's honestly Homeopathic uh, remedy. And you can get it at Whole Foods, and I think they have it at other places too. They have it in the gummy, and they have it in the spray, and they used to have it in the drops, but I don't know if they still do that. Um, but the spray works really fast. And if you have anxiety um, or stage fright, they recommend that. And I think it's better than alcohol because it alcohol kind of impedes your your vocal abilities, it may give you help with the anxiety, but there's studies that show that it doesn't help you when you, you're, you tend to slow down with your talking and you might slow your words and stuff. Caffeine is another thing. I don't know. It depends on the person because sometimes it affects you in a hard, you know, what makes you jittery. And so it's not a good idea. Some people say orange juice is a good thing before you go on stage. I'm not sure why, but I heard that and I passed that along. be in the present moment be in the room like Angela said you come in you look at the audience you can look at them before you come as they come in check them out see like Pam will have she has menopause jokes she'll check for the menopause crowd to see if you know is is something I want to do tonight or where do I address these um, uh, jokes and also uh, it helps you to think like in terms of riffing and when before you go up um, watch, look at the audience so that you you can see, connect what's happening with the comic before you. And if you want to do a callback, um, that's always helpful. But, um, what was the other oh, um, oh, the main thing is to be in the present moment. Be in the room, be in your body, be grounded. And then when you, like if you're waiting to go, sometimes at the punchline I get really super nervous because it's the fucking punchline. And it's exciting and it's scary and it's a big deal. And I'm standing there and I'm waiting and I just look out at the audience and I try to be in the room and take my fear and anxiety and put it off of myself. And so my focus is not on the fear, but it's on... The performance and it's on making the people laugh and sharing my experience with them which is what we're there to do really is share our perspective our sense of humor our um weirdness <laughs> sometimes it helps to have a mantra if you have like um i got this or uh it, everything's gonna be okay. I'm in the moment, I'm me. I'm great. I like to do this one um bus passing by. uh Somebody once said that when you're in um an argument with someone or you you're not quite sure how to be, you send the butler to the door. so you're very formal. So I think of going on stage as saying sending playful lore into the stage so that it's just a visual image and I have a picture of me as a as a jester. I, I was a court jester once, summer in the renaissance fair in New York State. So I have this visual, I have an actual photo of me in this stupid jester costume. And I, I picture that and it's like, okay, playful Lauren. So that it helps take me out of the anxiety and gets me ready to do my set. Um, yes, power pose is a good one to have uh, before you go on stage. If you, you do it in the bathroom... Yeah, I, I was doing my stretches here because I was a little self-conscious about doing it in front of people. But power poses and stretches, they're all good. They help you. You can do that with the mantra, too. Um, or a lucky charm, if you, anybody has a lucky charm. What do you have, James?
9: Bark.
8: <laughs> For some reason I was like
3: magnetic. This is yours. Yeah. yeah.
8: You
3: do you do you say anything with when you hold it, or do you just touch it? And yeah, like a talisman, grounding. Yeah. 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 Anybody else have any Lucky Charms or? Yeah. Right, right. Vitamin C drops. Okay, I'll remember that one. You, you had something, Joe? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. These are all good grind, grindy, grinding. Grounding grounding ourselves is part of preparing and getting ready to go up on stage. Did you have something, Jenny? You ha- no? Hmm. I have, of course, because I'm um, fixated on giraffes. I always wear, before a big show, I wore this gold giraffe that my cousin gave me. But now I am always prepared because <laughs> I got this this year. It's a giraffe tattoo, everybody. <laughs> 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 um and sometimes giraffe socks. So it's my thing to feel like, okay, this is maybe it's superstitious. I don't know, but it makes me feel grounded and more prepared than I, if I didn't go on. I could say, oh, I didn't wear my giraffe socks today. Fuck! No wonder that joke. Didn't um, audience engagement. I said that. Prepare preparation focus and also tension and release sometimes people like to um tense up parts of the body and go from their head down to their toes it depends on how much time you have and where if you have privacy or if you want to do it in the bathroom or while you're standing waiting to go on stage but just tense and then release you guys want to try it or you yeah? know you you want to stand up we can do it like a uh, what do you call it, meditation type of thing, but uh, just close your eyes, relax, breathe. In, out, in. out. Tense up your forehead. Tense up your face. Your neck, your throat. your shoulders, your arms, release them slowly, tense up your abdomen, your chest, tense up your legs, release, tense up your feet, release, breathe, out, breathe, out take it out how do you feel yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little bit it's just a little bit of doing that little attention to our bodies that we're going to bring with us on stage so all right everybody do 10 minutes no <laughs> 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 okay you can sit down that was cool Realize yourself succeeding as part of it. And with what we said about the audience liking you, um, yeah, it's. I was going to say, it's like an athlete before they do a run or a dive. You're getting up there. Hello, how are you? Come on in, Garrison. That's okay. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Grab a seat. <laughs> make yourself at home. Yes. Right.
2: That's
3: when you're that's when you're focusing on the negative. Yeah. Yeah, right. There's a there's a difference if you think of yourself as as part of them and sharing. You're sharing your perspective, your comedy, your point of view, your your fears, your anger, everything that you your POV uh, that's coming from you. But you're sharing it with them, and they want to hear it. They're on your side, so it helps for us. To think of that is like a loving environment and if we can I mean it's it's hard like if you have a high stakes performance and you you a lot is riding on it especially like in an audition but if you want to feel like you can do your best think of them as a, as a loving environment instead of a hostile yes questions Right, and you, you any- yeah, that's hard, that's hard, then going back to being in the room, and sometimes you just have to abandon what you're, you're set, or part of it, and just work with, you know, riffing, or ignore them, sometimes it's easier, if, it depends on where they're sitting, if they're right up front, that makes it really hard, um, and if the management doesn't move them, or, at, or they don't leave on their own, then it's like, what do I do, what do I do, then it's kind of a, like a, individual um day by day uh what do you call it situation yeah. you, you got to figure it out like what do i do maybe engage them but then they could get more rowdy it depends i don't know i've had both i've had ignoring them and i've had um engaging them i have i have a trick
0: i have a one liner that i always use whether it's it's a if it's if it's a man i say it one way and if it's a woman i say it the other way But I stop everything and I address them and I say, are you my dad? You never listen to me. (laughs) And then the whole audience is on my side because they're like, fuck that guy. And And if it's a woman, I'll be like, excuse me, are you my mom? She never listened to me either or whatever. And then the whole audience is with me and then I move on.
3: Yeah, that's part of it is getting them the audience on your side, especially if it's like a heckler. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Pam. It's, I saw a hand. Somebody else?
10: Mm-hmm. Um.
4: hmm
3: yeah yeah yes yes yeah yeah it helps not to be afraid of them but it's natural that we are because sure. we're like we're thinking we're going to be devoured by these bears because it goes back to you know prehistoric times and stuff we prey, but we're not so it's it's better to hopefully helps us along the way to think of it in a positive um frame of mind james
9: yeah, the- hmm
8: Yeah. Yeah, just like the last bit easier. But, like that whole like, so, like, yeah. like, oh,
3: so, like oh, okay. hmm okay. That's a whole Even not That's a whole nother thing when yeah, you're doing okay. it for um for an open mic and nobody's looking in their looking at their phones and stuff. Yeah. Then it's just I. It kind of like takes me back to when I go to a show or mostly to open mics. I have a goal for myself. Yeah. What is? Am I trying out a new joke? Am I just there to learn how to use the mic because yeah. it's a different mic? Am I learn to learn? I want to try uh, crowd work this time, or I want to deal with how. Um, it feels to work in front of people who aren't paying attention and yeah it's (laughs) because you have to sometimes and and sometimes I know I myself have looked at my phone but I'm still listening but I feel bad because I'm not giving the the comic my attention but it's like but I'm next so I I do want to look and see just for so it's it's a hard road to Somebody said, perform um, uh, each show as if it's your last show. That you're like you're going to die tomorrow, and then it gives you a different perspective. I haven't tried this yet myself, but I have. I have a joke about always dying, so I I probably should see it. But they said it it makes you more um, one more in the room, but also more compassionate because you're you're like sharing something with somebody and it's it could be for the last time we don't know I could leave here today and this could be my last performance um boo, boo. <laughs> i watching an ambulance go by with 66 on it <laughs> <laughs> fuck I'm fucked <laughs> but th- I mean that's one way to look at it to to see like yeah this is it I'm going to give my all for everybody and not fuck around this this is important um, if we all did that every day, I think it would make the world a better place. But it's hard to because there's so goddamn many of us. Control the controllables. I love that saying. The present, be what you can only control what you can control, which is you and how you feel, how you're doing. You don't know how many people are going to come in, you don't know if they're going to be. Um, against you or or for you rooting for you or they're going to be hecklers or what um, or people that you want to engage with if like you have specific jokes that you want to talk to a certain type of crowd but you can control you so if you prepare ahead of time if you rehearse if you um, keep writing every day um, for performing every night or as often as you can Having your rituals, if you have rituals, and I don't know if what you guys were describing before were set things that you always do or they change, and I'm hoping that you'll pick up some tips today that you can take back with you to to add to them um, or that you've learned from other people. Um, but the most important thing, I think, is to remember to breathe and be in the moment and engage, make eye contact with the audience, even if it's just one or two people in the beginning and then you're looking out. In the, when I first started, I stood at the back of the stage. I couldn't, I had to bring the mic back because I I needed a back, oh, there was an ambulance. Um, and I couldn't look at anybody. I looked at like the sign, the mutiny radio sign. I couldn't make eye contact, I was so nervous. And um, the very first time I got up, I took the mic off the stand, but I left the stand there, which is a no. no, You don't do that, right? And one of this guy, um, another comic came by and removed it. But he was weary. He was a big guy, and he had a um, a black and yellow striped shirt, and he looked like a bumblebee. And I thought, this bee just took (laughs) took the stand. What happened? He crossed it. But that was I don't know. what do you have anything that you would like to add or change to your current uh rituals and stuff do you have things that you're thinking of doing or that you're afraid to do that might have you might have a question about like i don't know um anything does anybody have any yes oh go up go to the microphone oh go up yeah. to the microphone
11: I have a horrible habit of rewriting my set to the absolute last second that I'm mm-hmm. going to go on stage. I don't know if there's anything to do besides just not do that. Yeah. But yeah, that's my big struggle.
3: Do you um do you write it down? Do you make a set list? Write it down, or you just have it in your head?
11: I write it, but I have it in my head. Sometimes I'll have my set like in my back pocket for an absolute emergency, but I yeah. don't. I don't have it to read from mm-hmm. it's just helpful for me to look at right
3: right it but, should, then you,
11: but then I'll be like this is what I think I want to do and then five minutes before i changes it to go up I'm like oh well this would make more sense now in the context of everything
3: I would go with what if that's if those those are what you're thinking those are the words that you're thinking then I would say go with that because I do that too Okay. I change things up, and sometimes you second-guess yourself when you go home. You go, oh, shit, I should have done it the first way. But it's it depends. It's being in the room. Okay. I think it's being in the room because something might happen on stage. They The comic before you might have an interaction with an audience member that you affects what you're going to do or it gives you a callback that you want to do when you get up there. So it's I think it's being in the room is the important thing. Okay, cool. Yeah? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hello. Have a seat. Yeah, come, come around come Oh, around. okay. Black party. Um, Bas- basically, it's listen to your inner self and go with your instincts. Like I was just saying to Garrison, you've you got to have um, confidence to get up on stage. And the main thing is to feel... Confident as you're, you're moving into it and going up there. Um. The other thing is, it it's um, it's like the thing about visualizing the audience as being on your side, is not thinking of it as I'm nervous to go up, but I'm excited yeah. to go up, and that changes it. It's just a reframing, and that can be very helpful in terms of. Bye. Thank you, Katja. In in terms of getting you up there if you're really nervous or dealing with nerves, does anybody get nervous, get up on stage and do okay, but then get nervous once you're on there, like once you started in your set for some reason? No? You're nervous first? Mm-hmm.
0: I get nervous after I get off stage. I'm like, was it good? I have no idea how to judge myself. I have no idea what happened. I have no idea if people were laughing or staring. I have no concept of what just happened. And I, and then I get nervous because I don't, uh, then I'm like, was it any good? I can't, because I- can't, And I how no, do
3: you find out if it was any good? How did,
0: by, uh, I usually just lie to myself and tell tell <laughs> myself it was amazing. And then I wait, I wait for the reaction of my peers. And if I don't get more than two fist bumps, I'm delusional.
3: it's hard it's hard what we the games that we play with our heads and on when sometimes i get on stage and i'll do okay after the first laugh I'll, I'll relax and say okay that's good they're on my side but then a little bit later for some reason maybe somebody i'll make contact with an audience person and they'll be sitting there like with their arms crossed and just staring at me and not laughing and not smiling and i'll think fuck i'm doing terrible and you focus on that one negative person, and then your whole or your confidence goes, and then your legs start shaking, and you're like, "Okay, now what do I address that? Or can they see that? Did I wear the tight jeans for the, on the wrong day? Because they're seeing this big leg flopping." I've had that happen when, and I just like I so I've written material, funny hopefully that says, "Yes, you may have noticed that my leg is shaking, and it's part of the." Um, the trials of being a neurotic person that you just have to deal with this kind of shit and, and acknowledge that you're human or falling down in front of an audience and just deal with it and everybody's looking at it. But now let's move on.
0: I use the magic eight ball quite a bit. I have an app on my phone, and I ask it how I'm going to do before a set. The what it, a magic eight ball? Yeah, the magic eight ball app. I go, I go by that a lot. I'll be like, "Am I going to do great?" And it says, "It is certain." I'm like, "All right, that's all I need." <laughs> so, I but I and if it tells me a bad one, I'll I'll do like just one more. And if, <laughs> if it tells me two bad ones, I'm like, "Maybe do you I should do one more joke." Yeah, No, yeah. Just magic eight ball is the 50 50 ness the randomness of it somehow calms me.
3: Yeah. Sometimes there's also you can also have a um, a ritual afterwards to like Pam was saying that she was asking herself what what how it went and stuff but to have like a ritual that calms you down or psychs you up or just congratulates you for do what you just did because it's a big deal what we just did it's not easy to get up on stage and talk and tell jokes and try to make people laugh so maybe think about what you want to do to say hey I did it you know this is cool congratulations to me did you have a question? Oh, yeah.
8: But I'm like, I'll leave it
3: back. A new joke? You're saying, or yeah, like a, like a joke that's oh, well, it depends. If I really like a joke, I'll use it. I'll, I'll use it a lot, like the French toast, but. Um, I'm getting sick of that one, so I, I use it only for special occasions now because yeah, okay. you do c- tend to t- get tired of it. And, and you feel like, if especially if you're doing it to the same crowds, they get, might get tired of it. So you yeah. bring out new old stuff. Um, be sure to go over the old stuff, though. Sometimes you start to do an old joke, and then you go in the, m- in the middle of it, and you say, oh, fuck, I don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> That's happened, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it up, like, or, like yeah, or add a new tag, yeah. Like, okay, like,
8: like,
3: yes, mm hmm. Okay, okay. Or with new jokes, if you want to, you know, sandwich them or what's that word? Um, not sandwich. Um, p- piggyback the Sorry. the with the with the two things and the. I guess Segway? it's no. I guess it's like sandwich because you put it in between. You put a new joke in between two yeah, a jokes. No, no, because no, it's good. It's good. It's a new joke, so you want to give it confidence on either end and, and backing. Um, hammock, hammock—that's the word. Um, and so you do that and kind of ease in a new joke t- into the, its way, giving it birth on stage, and hopefully people will say, "Oh yeah." Or if not, then if not, then you just say, "All right, that one has to go back to the drawing board." But um, I have a and, question for yes. you. Yes
0: um how much do you listen to your comedy peers like
3: in their opinions oh that's a hard one it depends on who they are it depends on who they are if i respect them yeah and i and i value what yeah it's a hard one though because you can have it can get into your head that you're not you're not doing it right or something and also, if somebody gives me a tag, it's like, well, does it fit? Do I think I could do it? Maybe I'll try it. Thank you for giving it to me, and I will try it. But then try it. See if it works. Try it in rehearsal. See if it works. If it doesn't work, you don't have to do it. It's. I mean, it, it might be great, but I love to give tags to people, and I'm hopefully, hoping that they use them, and sometimes they will, and it's like, oh, wow, they used it. It's cool. Uh, any other questions? I hope I covered everything. Visualize, power pose, head up. Oh, another another um, mantra to try is what from um, the dancer uh, Bob Fosse. He used to say, "It's showtime," (laughs) and I always like that because it's like it's just the one. It's short and sweet. Sometimes I say you got this, but sometimes I don't feel like I got it. So <laughs> a, Showtime kind of covers it all. Or Send Playful Lauren to the stage kind of covers it all. But um, on, Oh, another thing so, is somebody else said, sometimes you just go up there and you say fuck it. And you just do the best that you can. So that's that. I ask. And also, if you're interested, ask people what they do if you want to expand your repertoire of how you get up on stage or if something's missing and you find, Oh, maybe, maybe this person has some knowledge. And, and like Pam said, it depends on who they are or, you know, what, what I said, if you respect them and then like somebody, I asked somebody um, the other day and she was the one who said, sometimes it's just fuck it. But also look at your, if you're comfortable with that, looking at your, um, your videos and uh, or listening to your tapes as a way to give yourself confidence and and also learn your material, I do that's you how. have
0: any hints on being able to watch your own videos? It is I can't, I can't do it. I can't. It's like I try. I, oh. I Like know. sometimes they're good, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. But then, and, but and I have to watch them to get there. It's too. I can't. It's just like it's. Like, is there a breathing advert activity or like a You're blindfold?
3: Get, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, have a, have a joint, have a joint, get a paper and pen, and sit back like you're watching somebody else, and think of it as, I'm going to learn from this experience and how to make myself a better comedian, and just, I don't know, try to divorce yourself, because it's hard to see, I hate, this like, oh, you're, you're funny looking, and you're dressed like that, and you're old, and oh, god damn, like, but if you kind of can remove yourself because I have trouble with that too sometimes I'll watch a little bit and go fuck you're doing that same old shit (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's hard but what to watch keep Keep watching you some Uh, so then it's subsequent yeah that's a good good idea
0: yeah I have I have deep fear of uh, of it's watching. Yeah, I can listen. I can listen to podcasts, no problem. I can listen to podcasts all day. Auditory, I can record, and I'm absolutely fine with listening to that. But what, like, to actually watching myself? I don't know if anyone else has that anxiety of like,
3: it's. Like, I have some. Okay. I don't know <laughs> if I have it to that extent, but I'm like, am I skinny and pretty? Okay, okay, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was doing, I'm
8: like, oh, shit. Yeah. But yeah, I want to like that like I just yeah, I want to comment after like hearing from other comics like comments about your act is like basically the best comment I would say is just, like physical. Like or another comic just like brought up like, you hunt your back up way too much. Cuz I feel like you can they can't really fuck with their content. Like, that's only a few comics that can actually, like, tell their, sh- your, like, your spe- like, your perspective, but for them to be like, oh, like, body posture, like, very objective things, that's probably the best thing. Like, just voice projection, I couldn't hear you.
3: Right, You know, yes. and
8: just sort of like, oh, like, you're death gripping the mic, you're doing this right now. Like, that yeah. kind of shit is just sort of like, oh, okay, I can just, like, work on my body movements, mm-hmm. which I feel like it's just sort of like, I don't know, just standard cream of the crop, just sort of like, just do this, do that. Like, stage, pre- like, stage presence right is the best thing for a comic to like recommend another comic they just see you doing something wrong but joke wise i don't know sometimes i'm just like that tag won't work you know like if it's coming from like another edgy comic i'm like oh i don't know about that i can't do like abortion jokes you know yeah yeah so i'm like oh no that's like the your that's your angle you know yeah but yeah they can just tell me like oh yeah you're hunching your back you're not like making enough eye contact that kind of shit is like pretty spot on from like another comic to another comic
3: How do you feel about that after a big show if somebody said that after you were at the
8: Oh, I mean I'm like sort of like, Oh I I I thought I killed it. (laughs) What the fuck? Are you just (laughs) like trying to deflate the balloon right now? (laughs) It's like great shit, but like I can just tell, like, you know, you're just a little bit too much up the mic. You know, can really hear you. I'm like, you're the back of the room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I feel like Yeah, sometimes I'm just sort of like, Oh, okay. That wasn't really necessary. You just have been like, Oh yeah, good job,
3: dude. Yeah.
8: (laughs) great job, but uh, I got a backhand compliment
3: for you, though. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, it's always nice. that Pam does this in the joke workshop to give people feedback. You give them a, a nice a compliment first or a positive yeah. feedback first, and then not necessarily negative, but the feedback to, to help them and say, you were terrific. It was great. I loved it. You might want to bring your shoulders down next time or hold the mic to your face because when you hold it out here or whatever, it doesn't work.
7: I think it's also a good rule of thumb to ask people if they want feedback before yes. giving in. Yes. <laughs>
3: yes. Yes. Oh,
7: that is mind blowing. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. That's a good that's point. That's a good point. Yeah. Anybody else have any questions or comments or bags of bones? No? All right. This was that's great. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Everybody. Thank, Lauren you. Thank Yay, you. Lauren. Thanks
0: for coming to the workshop. Thank you. Pam. Yay. Thank you. This was amazing. Sandwiches. There's still sandwiches. And we're going to play the breaker. And in 10 minutes, we'll start the next class with Larry Dorsey. And thanks again, Lauren. Yay.
3: And yes, we've just begun.
12: LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. mutinyratio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced (laughs) McRat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, six to eight PMs at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
9: 499.
10: John Wessek here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. Naked except for a loincloth, Ritual scars and streaks of red clay, He attends the staff meeting. Ball haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section, and after the singed carpet incident management forbade cooking fires. No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwaved cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his time sheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength, and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention, he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase, the taste of wild boar's blood. I was just leaving the theater.
6: 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. and I drove it up there. And I
10: started to do some
11: thinking. ...around dinner on the freeway, and I'm a, a really, really good time.
8: Flat black classic. Just big splits and cruising Saturday on Cadillac on the freeway.
5: Good I am eternal
9: friendly and fraud, and and his voice is absolutely right. I am Teddy Beas, <laughs> an adolescent.
6: And I will cut the room and share. Henry! Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major and She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man.
12: Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjero, a sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty Duels, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a market street dive to rub elbows with the hoy Poloy. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark, goth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters have broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrorider.com, and Black Block is on Amazon.
2: Got the mutiny, mutiny radio.
12: Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend mutiny, mutiny radio, got mutiny, mutiny radio, got mutiny radio my friend.
0: Have you heard of subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control, graphic design?
3: Safe
8: sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
0: October 9th through 16th, 2022. The 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you San Francisco, and beyond. So many venues this year. Atlas Cafe, Madam Race Car, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG, and the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Booze Land and Mutiny Radio. 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th it's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day Block Party CEO or Livable City who brought you Sunday Streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have the bacon bacon food truck, art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States outside ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the 7th annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues October 9th through 16th,
9: 2022. See you there. You
1: The National Lawyers Guild is dedicated to the need for basic change in the structure of our political and economic systems. They seek to unite lawyers, law students, legal workers, and jailhouse lawyers of America to function as an effective political and social force in the service of the people, to the end that human rights shall be regarded as more sacred than mere property interests. For more information about your legal rights, how to obtain legal assistance, or to donate, please contact the National Lawyers Guild at nlgsg.org. That's nlgsg.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
2: L.S.D. Fap. Acid and fapping. Fapping and acid. Acid and fapping. Fapping and acid. Fap, 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 fap. Acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long... It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor.
13: The Whitewater Tyranny. Twitter and the neoliberal workplace. So, I've been off Twitter now for a month longest period in my life of me not using that site, since I got my first smartphone in 2009 and started an incredible 13-year run of chatting absolute shite online. An astonishing achievement, even if I was forced to leave as a result of being banned for being beastly about that nice Mr. Putin. So, a month later, what are my thoughts? One of the things I've noticed most is how similar being on Twitter was, My last job before I went mad, caught COVID, and became a crip. As you'll recall, I used to work in a call centre, and it sucked. And it especially sucked when our managers decided to outsource the work of the specialist department I used to work in to a centre in a country ran by a homophobic dictator because of his country's looser regulatory environment. Woo! Keep sponsoring those prides, guys! The new department I got moved to was busier much busier. And suddenly I got the full experience of genuinely being battered by call after call after call. Where once I had had time to do all the admin that I was required to do for each customer without having to take myself off the phones, I now found myself trying to get it taken care of in the course of calls themselves, to minimise my whole time, or while giving the customer my full attention and having real conversations, obviously. It was stress of a kind I'd never experienced, and I've worked retail over Christmas. But the thing about a physical queue is that it has an end you can see. Even if more and more people keep joining it, you can work it down. All you see in a call centre is a number, and that number rarely goes And it hardly ever reaches zero, unless something's gone wrong. How we all used to pray. Of course.
12: hello i am claudia the loaf is out in the studio we have a very special special night for you guys tonight we are doing a live hip-hop show with the one and only malibu we brought him back but this time we have a live backing band made up of the loaf on bass chris on drums we've got rodney working the booth we've got lee with a guitar and we've got violet with some vocals perhaps Um, We're just gonna freestyle it tonight, it's gonna be some fun. Uh, Yeah, we're doing a little bit of tests in the background here, see what's what. That's coming through real nice, I think. So, uh, yeah.
0: All right, here we are in the sprawling Mutiny Radio studios for the last masterclass of the series here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2022, and it is Larry Dorsey, yay! What's up, y'all?
14: Improv. Prove is yes and stand up is no and fuck you, <laughs> right? So that's like the diff- that's how you differentiate the two art forms. Although they're both in the same, kind of, prove is more about supporting <laughs> each other. And I guess that's why stand up <laughs> hates improv so much. Stand-up
9: <laughs> improvisers don't hate stand up stuff. <laughs> on, on the other end, improvisers are all like,
14: oh, I, I, I stand up comedy. You know, but stand-ups are like my fucking improvisers, you know. I'm like <laughs> so I've been I've been doing improv for around fourteen years. That's the same amount of time I've been involved in stand-ups. You know, I worked for the top improv theater. other the Probably a lot of them and I've been for a long time and I love to give you all the information. All the knowledge, I'm not gonna stand-ups so will make you the secrets here—you gotta learn. Like, but improv, I'm just gonna give you everything. And it's just about having fun. You don't have to be clever. You don't have to be witty or smart. You don't have to be you know, funny. I would love to have you join these games. Okay, so the first game we're gonna play is called Three Things. Hop in the circle. Hop in the circle. Everybody, put your fists out like this. Very enthusiastically, in unison, we all go three things. Let's try one, two, three. Three, three things. things. Yes. So I'm gonna turn to somebody. Let's say I turn to you. I'm gonna give a, uh, 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 just a topic that you have to list three things up, like three superpowers cool that haven't been in DC. In all the years. Boom. And you have to go as fast as you can. It's not about being clever or being witty or being smart. It's just about the, same. the first three things. If you can't think of anything. Gibberish. Boom. 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 And sometimes they'll ask questions. Your three favorite movies, right? You don't have to be accurate. Like, you could hate Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor, <laughs> fuck, I don't know, you know? And it's totally fine. So it's just about speed. Okay, makes sense? Yeah. Cool. And um, and while I'm asking you the question, you're looking at me very enthusiastically, right? And then after you name the three things, we turn back to the middle and we all go, three, three things! things! And then you turn to the next person and ask yeah. a completely different question. All right, cool. Yeah? Ready? You're gonna catch on. One, two, three. Three, three things. things. Three things that you're hiding under your hat. Um, tattoos. Uh, you All that. Three, three things. things. Um. Three things. Three cars that you've had in your lifetime.
0: Matchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Hyundai. Ford Explorer Sport. Three, three things. things. Th- three favorite vegetables.
7: Broccoli, carrot, squash.
0: Three, three things! Three <laughs> <laughs> um, Pineapple,
2: banana, uh, peach.
9: Three, three things! things.
7: Uh, Folsom, uh, <laughs> Newark, uh, Dynasty. I don't know. Three, three things. things! Time travel means three things to
11: you: killing Hitler, <laughs> uh, <laughs> king of
12: dynasty.
11: Three
4: things! Three Pets you should know. <laughs> uh uh lizards. Uh uh elephants and um uh chinchillas. Three things! <laughs> uh the three hottest celebrities. Um the sun
5: uh Proxima Centauri uh <laughs> Whatever the third, whatever the other star next to Proxima Centauri is. Three, three things. things! Uh, three questions you don't want to be asked during a job interview. I don't want to be asked my criminal history. <laughs> I don't want to be asked if I do weed. <laughs> I don't want to be
14: asked out on a date. Three, three things. things! Cool, cool. One, two, For sure. This next game is one of my favorites. So, Abby, step to the middle. What is something? Good at or you like about yourself? Dancing. Like, dancing. Okay, so on the count of three, all of us are going to aggressively bombard her with compliments about how good she is. All ready? Okay. One, two, three. You are the the best. Stars. Woo! Thank you. Metaphor assembly about how good she is. Huh? Well, just like you are so good at
0: you're so good at dancing. <laughs> you are so good at dancing. You should consider being a stripper. <laughs>
9: <laughs>
7: you are so good at dancing. You should be dancing backup
9: for Beyonce. Woo You're so good at dancing. special. You are so good at dancing.
5: You're so good at dancing. You make me want to cut my own legs off because I know I can't compete. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay, stop oh, this. Is yes.
14: <laughs> what is something you like about yourself or that you think you're Ready, one, two, three. You are the best. No, You have such you know the sixth sense, they're making a new movie. Watch
9: yeah. <laughs> uh
5: you make me you make me want to sew my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Lauren, you are so funny.
9: You flatten that room, none of those people will ever be able to <laughs> Lauren, your sense of humor, witnessing, feels like seeing all the stars at once in the form of one star. <laughs> Thank you. You are so
0: funny. Ooh. Ooh. Uh Your sense of humor is so great. I'll never be able to smoke enough pot to get in your
9: perspective. <laughs> <laughs> You're the funniest person. Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, oh, go true. for it, Pam. Isn't it Jenny's turn? There is no...
14: There's there's no oh. Jenny, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, come on, you ready for it. <laughs> what do so you, so like, you like about yourself? I, I think I'm good at yeah. organizing. <laughs> you are so oh, good at organizing. You're the greatest of organizing. That's all I'm sorry. That's what you to do. There's no one that's supposed to be. You know what you're supposed
9: to do. Pam, so you're
14: bringing a whole new meaning to P.O. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not parole officer. Ah, <laughs> no, 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 no. I did it. Um, I almost thought you were O.C. <laughs> 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 a little bit. You
9: are so good
0: at organizing. <laughs> 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 it's like headlining your own
9: show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I don't know.
0: You're so good at traveling alone that uh, the movie should be called "Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego?" And you can wear that (laughs) 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 trench coat.
14: Can you step to the middle, right quick, please?
0: Do You want a sandwich too, Latoya? Yeah.
14: Just come step to the middle. (laughs) What's your name? I'm Toya. Oh yeah. Tell something that you like about me. What I like about myself is, uh, I've loved it.
9: Ah! You are so you good! Us, yeah. and- <laughs> no filter.
14: <laughs> <laughs> you are the most blunt that I've ever felt. <laughs> no. no. no.
0: Um, I like that one. I'm just hanging on it. Um, you're so uh, blunt. I thought I got blunt force trauma. It's <laughs> 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 just I, I smoke too much. <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> You're so You're so
14: that Shit. you attend to a loss of words the amount of
9: no filter that you have creates
7: the amount of honesty if you did something online would you
11: are so unfiltered that <laughs> <laughs> you already may be tortured for the secrets you keep. And that's good, because secrets hurt people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so there's <we>
11: titches. <laughs> <laughs> In a
4: world that is built of- <laughs> for
5: Tell you how unfiltered and honest you are, but I, I just, I'm scared of what you would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you smoke so much weed that, uh. uh <laughs> I'm sorry, I, 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 you can move on. I, <laughs> I don't know, this is, does anyone feel a little like funny right now? <laughs> I just met you,
4: but I've never met you. <laughs>
14: Yeah. <laughs> Ha 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 your brain, oh, just you, you, just so like you, like about. Say you? and, like just and you are in of love with your brain, and that place is just the coppity of noises
9: and sounds that I love in a relationship, and because that's how much of a relationship you have with your brain, you and your brain,
14: you have, you love, you make more love to your brain, than Jeffrey Dahmer
9: <laughs> <laughs> with
14: someone else's
5: head, okay. <laughs> uh yeah, you have the opposite relationship to my brain. <laughs> and, have, and that is the highest compliment that I can give.
11: You trust your brain so well. Your brain What if they were
9: so big? <laughs> Uh, your relationship with your brain is aspirational. Your brain alone should be lectures and then you it. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so good that watch out <laughs> That was awesome. Your relationship
0: everyone had a brain. great that you can compare yourself to Socrates without (laughs) pretension or humor.
4: (laughs)
5: Be able to tell if that's a shitty
9: decision. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, That biblical thing was actually written about you in Matthew about taking the log out of your brother's eye and this back (laughs) (laughs) eye.
14: Face
9: each other eye to eye and eye. Okay. Yeah, gotta make sure i the right angle the I
14: mean start looking at each other. Okay, so what you're gonna do is this. You're gonna count to three. All you're gonna do is count to three. Face each other face each other. Make you're gonna count to three over and over so one person will say one next person say two next person say three then the person who said uh whatever go one two three one two three back and forth back, okay. and, forth, back and forth back and forth non-stop as fast as you could and if you mess up hold on if you mess up you celebrate
9: oh All right. okay.
14: so you'll be like hey so acknowledge the mess up go for it one
9: 1 1
12: one,
14: Okay, stop, 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 Okay. Keep looking at each other. Keep looking at each other. So now instead of saying two. two three, feet, you're going to replace the 2 with five. So oh, one, one, three, one,
9: three, Go for it. 1, three. one. Yeah. one. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> 1
14: three
9: about the
14: games or anything? It's yeah. yeah. I was just going to sit over there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Up. Oh. <laughs> so, um, the way laughter is created scientifically, there's the unexpected, and there's the non-violation. Violation. The i violation mean A non-violation. That's why when you're on stage, you want to feel comfortable enough with you that you can start an explanation, and maybe the audience will feel more comfortable with you saying that if they feel like they know you. That's why with your friends.
9: I mean, like they know
14: that you have good intent when you do something. Everything is going to be alright, right? And another one's unpredictability where improv comes in. You do those two things, it produces laughter. And that's why in improv, we never say it's comedy. We say Improv is just an art form of creative that, has, that, makes, that creates laughter. And the reason it creates laughter is because those two things are audience knows everything you're creating. They know it's random and, and then the audience trusts you as an actor on stage that everything's gonna be all right while you go out into you know, right? so That's why you get laughter from improv. Not because it's necessarily the people are Art form is comedy. It's more so because the, 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 form, the formula to create laughter is already different. But then when you get into stand up, when you get on stage, the reason why sometimes it's hard. it takes people so many years is your objective is to recreate the illusion that is unpredictable because the audience is going there with the so Now, the, the energy of just randomness is no longer involved because the audience is like, I'm here to laugh. Now, it's your job to recreate the, the energy of the randomness. And that's why it takes so many years to stand up so much repetition to make it seem like it's all happening, happening Let's play another game. This game is um, based on story. This is one of my favorite games. This game is called Strings of Pearl. Let's all move over here to the how this game works. Um, so there's going to be a beginning, which is going to be on the left. We'll go left to right on this side. And then there's going to be an end. And people are just going to walk up and say anything. I'm going to walk up and I'm going to say, I was eating some banana chips. That's all I say. Now somebody else is going to walk up and add something. It does not have to be related. It does not have to be close. to you know, Add something something else on this. Line. I was eating something
2: Then we realized we were expired.
14: Perfect.
7: That's the end of the story. Doesn't we don't know where the
14: story's going to end.
5: Two thousand seven, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans.
9: <laughs> 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 I'm <gonna lash> back. <laughs> okay, so now, That's that, totally <laughs> that,
14: now that the infection uh, is setting in, <laughs> so 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 here's what we're gonna do. Now that we have four people, so however many people so repeat it. So not every time
5: someone comes. Two thousand seven, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans.
14: Is that from the top
5: or is it? No, I'm no, it's I'm, from I'm, I'm
14: gonna get top. Okay, so. okay. And then it hit me. The infection from the banana chips is causing
7: me to pass I realized they were expired.
14: So now, at this point, it's up to y'all to make the story cohesive or.
9: But we have
14: to plug ourselves into to the m- line to make it oh. to make it make
4: sense. To make it into a story. Did George W. Bush make these banana chips? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, so stop. in two thousand seven, Hurricane Katrina hit
8: New Orleans.
9: Did George W. Bush
11: make <laughs> these 2007, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans.
8: I did to check animals.
4: Oh. And I realized they were expired. Did George W. Bush make <laughs> <laughs>
9: 2007
5: Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans.
2: So I realized they were expired. So I started to cry. And I threw up all over my head. Did George W. Bush
9: make these parameters? Okay. So <laughs> well, I went up to the... <laughs> 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 okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. In
5: 2007, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans. Well, I went
4: <laughs> Did George W. Bush <laughs> <laughs> <That trips? laughs> All
14: right. Let's, let's try let's try it one more time. And uh, I won't go first this time, though. Let's try to make the first three or four re- like not connected <inaudible> more random as yeah, no, no that. I was that's trying to do it in the end. Like yeah, no, yeah. I was no like, this this, is, this is too consistent. Like, yeah. I got
1: to know. Way in the beginning, that I mean, no yeah.
14: This is the first three or four, like hella not connected. So everybody yeah. else has
9: to work hard to
0: So I said, what is in these bags?
14: Black mermaids.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been this tired since I gave birth
14: <laughs> 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 Alright, so let's start making this make sense <laughs> In the ocean oh. <laughs> yes. Alright, let's start from the top right. Let's start from the top
0: So I said, "What is in these
9: bags?"
3: I haven't been this tired since I've been in the ocean. Five mermaids. <laughs> and that's when the airbags blew up in my
4: face. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to read. And that's when the airbags blew up in my face. And I said. And then
7: he's back. I haven't been this tired since I gave birth in the ocean.
14: Black mermaids have the fattest (laughs) (laughs)
7: So I was scrolling through Twitter about the
4: Disney remake.
11: (laughs) (laughs) We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty.
9: And that's when
4: the airbags blew up in my face. And
3: I said, what is in these bags? I haven't been this tired since I gave birth
4: in the
12: ocean.
14: Black mermaids have fucked
9: me.
5: Just then, I started hallucinating a phone call. Yeah.
7: So <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. right. through.
5: Just then, I, I started hallucinating a phone call.
4: And that's when the airbags blew up in my face. I said, what is in these bags? <laughs> I haven't been this tired since I gave birth. Black mermaids have the baddest ass. This week, <laughs> week fucked me up. <laughs>
14: If you're on stage and you're trying to be funny, like you're like, I'm trying to be funny, the audience is going to read it because the audience is very connected to you, So they're going to know you're trying to be funny and it's not going to come off as funny. Right? Same goes for improv. If you're on stage and you're trying to be like, okay, they're not going to take it. They're going to they're gonna. They're gonna be like, you're trying. Right? So um, in improv, there's a saying where it's never um, jeopardized. is more important than a gas. You're a mermaid, right? And I'm black, right? So I'm on stage, I'm a black mermaid. Like, that would come off kind of like as corny, rather than me just playing true, a mermaid. I don't have to tell everybody, I'm a black mermaid. I'm black, right? <laughs> <laughs> The black part is just me trying to make, make a joke in that moment, right? And the same goes for stand-up. If you compromise the moment, Try to be too 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 goofy or too funny. The audience is gonna be like, "Ah, oh, that was this. That wasn't genuine. You know I mean? That wasn't authentic." Um. So yeah, we we focus heavily in info on story. Where he's like, "That's like I would say in info is the most important thing." Have this thing called control. R O W E. It's character, relationship, objective. You're watching professional improvisers, like you might not even notice it, but within the first couple lines of dialogue, they establish who the characters are, what the relationship is, where they're at, uh, what their objective is. In their mind, they might have their objective and, and the emotion, but, uh, the so We try, we try to get that shit in motion real quick. So the next game we're gonna play is like, 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 like
2: actually actively. I was like not trying to be funny, I was like logical.
14: You know? No no no, no I mean some people are just naturally funny, so if you No, you're but just,
2: I mean like
7: it's
14: okay to like go up there and, like it's not funny. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah, it don't over invest up. in the story yeah. either or Wait, 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 break it down a little more.
7: So like I was hearing on the side of like, okay, I want this to make sense. I was like getting really yeah, literal yeah. and
14: like, you know, Yeah, that's how that's, that's good. okay. That's, perfect, that's good.
7: Because yeah,
14: you're not trying to be funny, you're trying to do the story. need and if you do the story, you're going to it. Eventually, relax. or
7: someone will. Yeah, which like you said, so an ocean. Yeah, yeah,
14: yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That'd
13: right?
5: be cool. Or when
14: you when you was like, I mean, the airbags I went off. Right? I didn't <laughs> know like like that. You connected it like immediately. That was, yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah that was. I think Lenny Bruce, um, he has a quote, or Dale Close has a quote about Lenny Bruce. Oh, shit, what's up, bro? <laughs> no, we, we just started. Well, I mean, we're in the motion, but if you want. So um, Del Close has a quote about Lenny Bruce. Says that Lenny Bruce here in San Francisco would, did um, twenty minutes of incoherent, like just a rambling about all types of things. Right, twenty minutes, no laughs. And after twenty minutes, he found a way to tie it all together. The audience just went. Through. So in improv, that's that's a beautiful thing. If you're able to go through the whole process, you might not find the connection anytime soon. But once you do, the payoff is going to. Dave Chappelle is really good at that. He's got a fucking story. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. He's radio, baby. are like, what? What the fuck? It's like a magician, you know? And um, Miles Davis has a quote. Miles Davis has a quote. He says that um, it's not about the note that you mess up on, it's about the note that you right? And that's the beauty of it. And that for, goes for life or improv or stand. got a beer bottle thrown at her head. I don't know what yeah. she said afterwards, right? But if she had some smooth-ass comeback, she could have won that whole fucking audience right there. It's unfortunate that that happened. I almost got attacked the other day, which was crazy, on stage on Friday, almost at the nursing home. What? <laughs> yes. Oh What that happened after,
2: what? I after, you?
14: after you? Oh, you weren't there. not
12: there. Oh, my, my God. God.
14: By a senior. So. Which one was it? So you know I do I do a thing, oh, I call it aggressive compliments. So when I'm on stage, I don't roast the audience. I like compliment the shit out of them. But it's funny because I'm like hella over the top yeah. of it, right? And so I was doing that to the elderly people and they're laughing, they're joking, right? And then I get to this one woman and I, she has dementia. So like, uh, yeah. all all respect, I understand why she went crazy on me. But she like took it the wrong way where I was complimenting her. I was like, oh, you, you're, you look amazing. She's like, don't. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, right? And then she just started going crazy and she started throwing things. It's wow. on video, I got on video, I'm gonna chop it up with on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> she starts throwing things and then she gets up and starts trying to rush me, but by then like security's there, security's trying to stop her, and she's like, I don't say anything about you being black. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I'm
5: like What? <laughs> Where did that come from? That <laughs>
14: happened. So um Wow. This next game is called Cla- Hopping. This next game is called Classic 2 No, it's not sexual. So what's going to happen is we're just going to go in a circle and in pairs we're going to name two people or two archetypes or characters that you may find in a movie, right? The di- so I'll go. The disgruntled detective, uh, the new cop. Classic 2 <laughs> Uh, Time
7: for
5: Uh the one who makes the time travel machine.
7: Classic some! Hot shot. <laughs>
9: Classic
4: <laughs> uh The bad detective who
3: lives on a boat.
11: Ooh, I know this one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the silly sidekick. Classic some.
14: Um, the leader of a really aggressive biker club.
0: A monkey. Classic Tusa.
14: Okay, okay. The um the animal that could talk to only one person.
5: The one person.
7: Classic Tusa. The painter who's also too horny.
5: <laughs> the muse.
7: Classic Tusa. Plastic the paranoid schizophrenic. Oh my god. The oh my no
11: mom. nonsense. <laughs>
7: Uh archivist. <laughs> yes, <it too laughs> so. uh, the stuffy historian.
4: Stuffy? Yes. A uh over
7: librarian. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <It too> <laughs> <so>.
14: <laughs> the um the lonely black sheep of the family. Kevin
9: Bacon. CLASSIC
14: threesome. threesome. Okay, let's up in the three, let's up in the three, all right. Um, the, um, the the, 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 the knight in shining armor. The horse.
4: The hot bean. <laughs> CLASSIC threesome.
1: The delicious pizza. The pizza delivery boy. The little
11: table that goes...
9: <laughs> CLASSIC threesome.
4: Uh... Um, the Medieval Knight. Uh,
3: the Medieval Horse.
8: <laughs> <laughs> and the Drunken Crowd. The,
3: the Classic Threesome! The Hot Teacher.
14: The, the student who, in his mind, thinks he can fuck the teacher but can't.
5: <laughs> the student that is actually fucking the teacher.
14: <laughs> the classic
9: Threesome!
7: <laughs> the Goofy Marine Animal that is actually like leading them around. Curious marine animal. The <laughs> Iceberg. <laughs> Classic threesome. Uh, the grumpy Vietnam vet
9: who's <laughs> always playing pool. <laughs> uh,
4: the guy to whom he owes a lot of
3: money. <laughs> uh, the pool table or uh, the pool billiard owner. Classic threesome.
14: The jealous stepsister. Your mom. <laughs> The new guy who in the neighborhood who wants to take her away from the mom. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So this next game, right? Um, we're gonna it's called I Am a Tree. Y'all play I'm a tree I'm a tree. Possibly? Cool, so then you, and you will go first, right? Okay, I'm a tree. I am a bird. I am a squirrel. I will take the squirrel. I'm a bird. I'm a tree. I'm a poacher about to shoot the (laughs) bird. I'll take the tree. I am a
5: poacher. Uh,
4: I'm an elephant.
5: I'm the poacher poacher. I'll
14: take the poacher poacher. (laughs) So here's what happens. It works, yeah, you stay. So it works in cycles of three. When you take somebody, the person who starts the foundation, which is you, you're the elephant, you take whoever, one of the two people who join you, you take one of them away with you. That doesn't mean that you pick them and they're better. It just means that we're starting a new cycle. Right. That's all it that means. So two people, you come and you add to this story, this imagery, whatever it is. So if you see an elephant, the first thing that comes to your mind, whatever it is, you just add on to this painting. So elephant stays.
0: The Elephant stays. Yeah,
14: the elephant's still so an
0: elephant.
14: The elephant's still an elephant. So if I come up, I'm the elephant's trunk, Right. And it's uh, I'm the elephant shit, and then you can <laughs> you pick what you want, right? And if it's something as like as specific as an elephant's trunk, then you if once you leave, then I'll just be like I'm a nose, uh, okay.
4: okay,
14: to make it simpler for everybody else, I right?
4: See. Okay. Cool. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm an elephant. I am the
5: terrible circus guy, but <laughs> roner guy.
4: Uh, I'm a giraffe.
5: <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you step off. Oh, okay. I'm the terrible circus
11: owner guy. I'm a person from PETA with a bucket of red
3: paint. <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm> the clown. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, PETA.
5: <laughs> and then you say, I'm a clown.
3: I'm a clown.
5: I'm depression.
9: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the scared
14: birthday going.
9: <laughs> <laughs> and then you pick
3: who you want. Uh, oh.
5: Oh no, I believe depression. <laughs> I'm depressed. I'm Prozac. I'm a stand up comedian. <laughs> I'll take
14: Prozac. <laughs> I'm a stand up comedian. I'm a, a chicken wing and beer painter.
5: <laughs> I am
9: dementia. <laughs>
5: We've already we've already had a mental <laughs> illness. <patient. laughs> Sorry, so no, I'll, take, I'll take dementia. I'm um, payment for art. <laughs>